This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What the world needs now is positivity. Connecting, relating, and being human together is where it's at. Hi there, honey German, and I know life happens. But trust, you got this. And State Farm got us. It feels good knowing that State Farm agents are there to help you choose the right coverage with great support 24-7. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com. This is He Said, Ella Dijo with Eric Winter and Rosalind Sanchez. Hello, hello. Welcome back after a Thanksgiving break. Yes. We didn't get to talk about, um, well, a week's passed since you, you hosted the Grammys. You were in Vegas doing that. Viva. We didn't get to talk about that on the podcast because we took a week off. But uh, do you want to share with the listeners how your uh, experience was at the Latin Grammys? It was incredible. I had a great time. It was a little scary because Dylan got a little sick and then he gave it to me and I got it really bad. I had a, the weekend before the Grammys, I was in bed. It was really bad. I lost my voice. So I flew to Vegas with zero voice and I'm hosting the event. So the rehearsals, everybody was very, very concerned. I was concerned. I kept calling you saying, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. You didn't um, call, I don't think you called me once. Well, I'll, I'll text you. <laughs> I texted you many times saying, <laughs> I don't know. You me the whole trip. Yes, I did. Well, I was in communication at all times. You see, guys, that's how she's... Oh, my God. Here we go. What I don't Complaining. Think he... I texted him. He, you knew exactly what was going on at all times. You, and I checked called, in with the, you called to talk to the, the kids. kids. Yeah, of course. Anyways, <laughs> I, I, I was taking care of myself and my voice came back. I still don't have it 100%. It, it sounded funky, but I was able to do the show. The, the glam team was incredible. The dresses were beautiful. I think it was a success. The, the show was outstanding. Outstanding. Um, I'm very happy. So thank you to the Academy, uh, the Latin Grammys, Univision, for having me for the fifth time. 
I so much appreciate it. A mí me encanta, me encanta, me encanta host ese evento maravilloso. You, you did look beautiful. The pictures you posted look beautiful. Thank so even you. though I couldn't speak to you or you didn't, I, I didn't go to Vegas. I, I couldn't make it. I was working. Shocker. Eric um, didn't go. I couldn't go. I was working. I was filming all week. You should have But, asked for the day um, off. Like well, I told you weeks before. It was days off. That's the problem. It's it was okay. days hey, off. Do me a favor. If I'm blessed um, enough that they call me to do it again next year, can you just show up? Maybe I can't, surprise I can't just me. leave production. I had... Four, I, I worked as, maybe six scenes on the day of the Grammys. All the days off. So I can't, well, I mean, we can try in advance, but Anyways. can you do me a favor and try and call me the next time you go to Vegas and let me know how things are going? I text you and I voice text you all the time, <laughs> but I will. I will. Maybe other people do long distance by just text. I wonder if people. Oh my goodness. Eric works. was upset because I don't um, like his Instagrams. He texted me Thursday morning no, that's a, that's the day of the event. That's actually a good topic. <laughs> Eric no. texted me asking me, do I actually. Do I actually uh, heart people's posts? Uh -huh, Because true. I found it odd yep. that I don't do that a lot. And Nicole Parker and, and Boris. Yeah, and Mario and Courtney. And Mario, Mario Courtney. and Courtney, who we want to have back on the show. And the he, I know we want to. We love them so much. They, um, he was giving me shit, guys, because I don't heart. It's an honest question. And, and if, uh, you know, people who are married out there, I, and I, it was, it was like, a, as I was texting, I was like, this is a bit of a petty text, but I kind of want to ask because I'm very curious because every time my wife posts a picture and I'm like, oh, she looks beautiful, I give it a heart, or I might put like fire with like blowing her a kiss or like just some kind of like nice gesture or comment. And I started looking, I'm like, wow, my wife never comments or likes on any of my posts. And I don't post that much. You, you don't post. But, Let's start but when with that. I, so that should be even easier for you because you don't have to like or I do hard comment. Your stuff, and sometimes maybe I do. One post. Every I, don't do week. I, don't, I don't like a lot so, of people's stuff. I just go really fast. You definitely don't like me. So my, <laughs> I guess my comment was, I was like, wow, this is interesting. I said, Roz, do you like people's posts on Instagram? And she goes, well, yeah, sometimes I do. Why are you asking? I said, oh, okay. Because I wonder I why. Ask, I said, why are you asking? Because I don't, I don't heart yours. No, you didn't say that. I said, yes, I did. I said, you want me to show I wonder it? Why. Well, I don't know if you were that direct. Keep talking. Keep but talking. I said, I wonder why you heart other people's things and comment on them, but you don't do it with your own husband. I'm going to show you evidence because I think it's important. Well, no, it's not. I mean, it doesn't really change the topic. No, but you I, might did, have said I did why, ask because I, I, don't, knew, I don't like yours. I know exactly what you were coming for. So can you believe, guys, I am hosting a live event, Latin Grammys. I'm rehearsing. I don't have a voice. I'm freaking out. And that's the passive-aggressive text that passive I get. Passive-aggressive? Well, do you, do you heart? Yeah, it, was well, it wasn't the time. Anyways, I said... Is there ever uh, a the place. time? Anyways, so I was like, uh, you know what? Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I'm going to be compassionate. From now on, I'm going to heart your stuff but now we all know that so you ever see, i went what is the if you ever see rosalind's heart on my instagram just know that it was done out of force no, and not because she actually likes i do my like posts, i like everything or you post. doesn't comment on my post i like everything you post i can't find it but i'm gonna have evidence uh I, next week there you go she can't find it i, I, I have actually a, I, i just think it's an I'll important thing time. it's like showing spousal support for the things that they're doing. like i found myself liking all these pictures of her commenting on some and i was like part of me was going Well, she doesn't like any of the things I do, so do I need to be the supportive husband liking all hers? Yes, I still will because I'm that guy. Okay, thank you. That's Anyways, let's talk about... It's good for debate. Um, Thanksgiving. Why don't you talk about the amazing things that your wife cooked for the family? Yeah, you went all out with a little Puerto Rican Thanksgiving. It was good. You did. I'm very impressed. Very impressed with your cooking. You always say you can't cook, and you actually... You're getting better and better. I know. Maybe it's with age. Maturity. Like a fine wine. Uh, you become a fine you. chef. I become a fine chef. That's a good one. Like five wine. Fine chef. I think so. I'm gonna use We have more holidays coming up. Are you going to do, are you going to cook for Christmas too? 
Yo puedo cocinar para Navidad. Sí. Ese pobre lechón. Pasteles, tostones de pana, de ajito, de plátano. Lo que pasa es que no, no pork. No, no pork, porque sí, I don't eat pork claro, anymore. I like some pork. You want to have some pork? No, some I don't want some pork. Mm. You know what I got, guys? I did a smoked chicken for Thanksgiving um, filled with mofongo, and it was the bomb. Yeah, it was. It was delicious. You know, it's crazy. So we have something coming up. You know, we, we, um, when we get opportunities to travel together, we obviously like to. Um, she, is this like an officially closed deal? Can you talk about what you're going to be what? doing for New Year's? Yeah. You can talk about it. It's closed. I hope so. I think so. So she got offered to do the first ever ball dropping in Puerto Rico as a correspondent to the, the Ryan Clark. Seacrest, Dick Clark, yeah. New Year's Eve ball dropping, which is really exciting. In Puerto Rico at this new area in San Juan or San Juan or Miramar or around that area called um, El Distrito the District. And it's happening. It's popping at night with restaurants and hotels and it's just gorgeous. So I am going to be hosting that portion. Every time the camera goes to Puerto Rico, I'm going to present a big act. And, and I'll just be sitting on stage and liking her Instagram posts. <laughs> Well, she will not like mine. Can you not be sarcastic and passive aggressive one more time and just there, be truthful be and say it with love? Her. I hope you are. Well, I'm going, aren't I? You are going, yeah. yeah. You, I, you got invited. And am I going? <laughs> yes, of I course. I was invited to the Latin Grammys. Did I go? No, I'm going to this, right? I wonder, I wonder why. Why what? Oh, because you're off, you're not working? Yeah, That's it's a holiday. Otherwise, you wouldn't go either. Well, I don't know. You just said I got invited. I'm joking. Listen, you, we have a situation going on. You see, my voice is still so bad. It's crazy. Um, we have a situation. I told Sabella mm -hmm. about this thing because she asked me you tell for her? my birthday, I want to go to Matiti. Matiti is her godmother, um, like my sister, my, my best friend. Um, she lives in Western Florida, close to Miami. So she said, for my birthday, I want to go for a week and visit uh, Matiti and be with Siona Rose and Francio, which are her kids. And I was like, oh my God, that's so sweet. Oh, you know, that's amazing because we're going to be in Puerto Rico for New Year's Eve. It was just, it just kind of came out. I didn't even think about it. And she's like, what do you mean? Never He's has like, a filter. oh, I'm going to have to, well, we have to say it at some point. Well, I mean, yeah, let's get closer and so, say it, present it differently. Anyway, so I said, no, we have to be, me and the, me and mommy, me, me and daddy are going to be uh, in Puerto Rico for just three days for New Year's Eve because mommy has to go to work. And so, and where are we going to be? And I'm going, oh, you're going to stay here with grandma and, and the doggies. And she was like, so you're going to receive the year without, without us? Wow, wow, great parenting. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God. She was going, great parenting. Wow, wow. And I was like, no, 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 no. And then the Delmi, the nanny, was like, it's not good. That's not good. And I was like, just stop. Anyways, um, which she's right. It's not good. So we have to address that situation. Um, good luck addressing well, that. Well, I mean, I would not have daughter. presented it to her that way, unfortunately. Well, now, so, now well, we well, have to dig well, ourselves out. What was going to be your presentation? Well, no, I think it, when it got closer, we just said, listen, we have to go to Puerto Rico. It's unfortunate, but somebody's going to be here. Um, Delby's going to be here, and, and Grandma's going to be here. They're going to watch you guys for a few days. We have to go for work. It'll be a quick trip. We just downplay it. The problem is the New Year's Eve situation. Well, the kids that are always knows. asleep on New Year's Eve anyways. No, That's what's funny. They go to bed and they're asleep at a certain time. So they don't really celebrate. They're still too young to really like stay up all night till midnight and celebrate. Anyways, you just but, know that that's coming. And she's your, you guys have a soap opera so you set written me up. You every set single me day. Up for this is incredible, failure. guys. My husband and my daughter 
they do an episode of a soap opera every single day. They fight, then they're fine, then they apologize, and then they fight again, and they and she can live without him, but wants to be free and not be uh, controlled and eat whatever she wants and just go and do whatever she wants, but she's obsessed. And it's, it's, the, it's the most interesting, it's, it's true what many people have said to you, you guys have known each other from past lives. Yes. I don't know if you were a husband, a slave, a boyfriend, a brother. It's possible. Crazy, right? Yeah. No, I mean, we have, but then like, we'll argue about something. And then like last night I was working late and she tells my mom, um, make sure daddy comes in and takes a video of me sleeping so that I know that he checked on me. No, she didn't. For proof. No, she didn't. Yeah. And I, of course I didn't take a video. And then when she woke up this morning, did you take a video sleepy. of me sleeping? And I said, no, sir, because I wasn't going to wake you up. And the night before that, she said, make sure daddy comes in and checks on me and writes me a note letting me know that he came Yeah, in. and she keeps the notes, like, po- like post She keeps all my notes, How do you yeah. feel that? Do you call them like yeah. post whatever you do? She keeps them on her lamp. All these little notes saying, that was here, Sebi, I love you, daddy loves you, da-da. She keeps all these notes. It's really, it's adorable, actually. It's <laughs> and beautiful. And then she screams at me. And then, then, and then the but then she's like, ah! I'm going, but About, she's, she's a trip. Anyways, uh, crazy, right? Parenting. But yeah, I think New Year's is going to be fun. We're going to have to make it work. I think it's important that, you know, mommy and daddy go and have a nice New Year's. I mean, you're going to be working. It's not going to be that much of a vacation, but it's important that we go have that kind of a celebratory time and go just enjoy New Year's and, and do something we haven't done like that in a while. So I think it'll be fun. I think it'll be fun. Let's not be negative about it. I mean, you set me up for a fight, but let's not be negative about it. So we have a very interesting guest, very a great guest, a good actress named Alana Ubach coming on the show. She's been in, I mean, countless, more, countless things. I think more 100 than 140 credits. Yeah, so credits. she's been working for a long time. Which is a gift to be in the business that long and to be yeah. working that long. But what I can't wait to talk to her about is voice acting. She's a huge voice actress, which to me is something I've always wanted to get into. I've tried different times. It's very challenging to be a voice actor because it's a very tight club to get into. You think so? That's what I've always been told. Really? Unless people just don't like my voice. Um, you have a great voice. My mom loves your voice. You know that. It, well, apparently people in the voice acting world don't. I never <laughs> booked a job. Um, but it's a great way to make a living. You show up in sweatpants and you get to just freaking record your voice all day, doing an amazing, fun piece. Like she was in the movie Coco. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to talk to her about all this. Yes. Let's take a break. Really good. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I often get asked why I'm such a big fan of wrestling. And it's all thanks to my grandma. Growing up, we would watch matches together. And that bond turned me into a lifelong fan. Hi, I'm Freddie Prince Jr., and on my podcast, Wrestling with Freddie, we know how important it is to have the right teammate, because things can get pretty tricky quick. So, when things get complicated and you need help, State Farm gives you options. They show you what's possible for ensuring what matters to you. One of the things that matters to me? Sharing memories and revisiting wrestling's greatest moments. And with State Farm's support of the Michael Tura Podcast Network, I get to do just that. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Listen to new episodes of your favorite Michael Tura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Hey. hey, how you doing? We're doing Great. good. Thank you for joining us. Oh yeah, absolutely. My my pleasure. I had a blowout yesterday to look like like a real, um, very conservative lady. So I'm just not used to like <laughs> my hair the way it is. Is your hair generally curly or is it always straight? It's really curly. Oh, it is it? Oh, like me. Herbie in Puerto Rican, and I've seen when her hair gets, she calls it She's island half hair. Puerto Rican. I know. You're half Puerto Rican, half Mexican, right? Yeah, half Puerto Rican, half Mexican. Now, are you a couple? Yeah, we're married. Yeah, we have two we're kids. Married. We've been married 15 years. What a. You guys make a handsome damn couple. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I either someone's put something in my drink, or you guys are like the hottest things I've seen oh my in God. ages. You're oh. so sweet because <laughs> we, we feel like right now well, great we're so glad that you think we're cute thank you yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we, now are your kids are your kids in the other room are they no we're in no. like our podcast office right now in a different yes. location so yes. to separate we have a we have a, a kid turning 10 and one four so they're with grandma having dinner right now take out no take yeah, yeah take before out, right? we set up the podcast room we were doing it out of our our closet which was really we used to go to iheart <laughs> exactly and then we, the pandemic hit and we were like oh shoot we don't we gotta figure out a podcast space so we had to hide from the kids in our closet and we have this right. whole thing going on with like shoes on this side and oh it was it was, it was comical so now we got so we do have a room now that is going to be actually going to be renovated and fixed up so we're very excited it looks beautiful in the background you guys are right right next to me i have a four-year-old and i live off of laurel canyon so oh yeah, my god yeah, you know close. what the yeah. first the first house i moved here many years ago almost 20 years ago for with with a show called fame la and i remember that i i got that show and i thought i'm rich even though looking back i was making zero right nothing very very little but at the moment wait, i was wait, so wait, young wait. it was my first series regular i'm going no it, it, it no, i made it exactly and, 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 we're going to buy all your friends' houses and you're going to go to Tulum. Yeah. You're going to buy a exactly. You're going to go to the Maldives. So, listen, you want something crazy? I rented this house, an incredible view. Like when you're going down Laura, you see it, right? It has tilts. Is it called stilts? Yep. And yeah, it was no, three levels, three levels. I Ooh. thought, like, and, and it was it was empty. It was just, I said, my life, my, my dreams, I want a grand piano. So, I had a grand piano, a big TV, a couch, and a bedroom set. And I thought I was rich. It was the funniest thing. Then the show got canceled a year later. And I'm like, I have no money. Piano, she's selling her clothes, <laughs> living out of a car. Yeah, I'm like, what happened with my money? I don't think I can leave here anymore. What, what the heck am I doing? Like a lunatic. Isn't that crazy? I, look, it takes so many years for, I think, an actor to realize that they make 
we make 30% off of our exactly. Patients, right? yeah. exactly. So it's not until like they walk into their CPA's office. They're like, Oh my God. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm so much. After you've paid I'm all not the agents and managers, you've paid your lawyers, you've paid really maybe crazy. a business manager. And now you've paid a publicist. Can we talk about that? We only make 30%. Yeah. Because between agents and, and managers taxes, and, and California yeah. taxes, which I keep telling him, we need to get the heck out of California. These taxes are, are killing us. It's yeah, brutal. No, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts to live out here. It's oh really, my God. It's really, really wild. It's really wild. It's I mean, wild. so you know, you've been in the business for like 30 years, right? That's what- I've been in this business. Yeah, I'm 46 now. And I started, I got Taft Hartley when I was 13. Wow. 13, 23, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. 33 years. And you got a hundred, I mean, we were saying you got a hundred over 140 acting credits on IMDb, which is <laughs> yeah. incredible. I mean, you've been on a ton of hit shows. You're doing obviously guilty party right now. You're doing a bunch of things. You for you have all kinds of stuff going on. It's yeah, so, it's so great. What I what I'm like super fascinated by is you're a voice actress as well. You do tons of voice work. I you know I just sort of fell into it. This is it's a really weird thing. Um, I was I started in theater, and then you know once you do theater in New York, what happens is is that. TV producers fly out to New York to go and see everyone on stage so that they can hire them for a pilot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Every single actor, it seems, from New York that does stage always ends up on TV. And so okay. that sort of, you know, happened. It just happened. And, uh, and I thought, oh, I guess, I guess I'm, I'm on TV and I'm uh, playing the best friend. I, oh, I guess I'm funny. I'm funny? Okay, great, let's do that. <laughs> Whatever works. Yes. And... Um, and it was, and it's interesting, but, you know, starting out as a 13 year old, 14, 15 year old, you know, to be, to be Hispanic, to be Latinx, as, as we now call it, um, is, um, it was a, it was very taboo and there were absolutely no roles for, uh, Latinas. And it was, um, you know, so it, it, it was, a, it's very interesting and so exciting how, you know, the, the business has evolved into what it is now mm-hmm. and, and, um, everything is all, you know, everything is, um, inclusive and, and, uh, people are so much more culturally sensitive than they used to be back in the eighties when I started. But, um, anyway, I digress. I want to go back to the beginning a little bit before we continue talking about your voice work. So I'm very yeah. curious about, so you, your, your father is Puerto Rican, your mom is Mexican. My Wait. father was from Santurce. Oh my God! Uh, I grew up. Rico, yo, yo, yo nací en Santurce en el Hospital San Jorge en Santurce. Ah, Borrico. Sí, 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 sí. En Santurce. Uh, uh, pero mi español es, es así, así. Cuando Está era bien. joven. Mi es horrible. So don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> so you grew up. So you grew up. You grew up here in California. You grew up in the States. Los Angeles. Todo mi vida. Okay. Pero um, uh, when my my father was from uh, San Juan y mamá es de Mexico. And how did how did they meet? They met scouting lovers on salsa night at the Hollywood Palladium. And oh. my mother had red hair and freckles and these giant boobs and alabaster <laughs> skin. And my dad thought, oh, she looked like Lucio Ball. <laughs> and so he he asked her to dance and she she heard an accent and she's habla español. And he was just floored. He was so excited oh that God. this woman who looked like I, you know, um, uh, Lucio Ball was Mexican. 
And uh, she liked his light blue eyes. Legend has it, and his 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 chiclet straight teeth. <laughs> and uh, they got married and started a business in L.A. off of Venice and Hoover. It was uh, it was a lithography business. Uh, lithography is sort of the lithography is the VHS to computer graphics Blu-ray. Wow! Oh my right? goodness. Okay. So, so you know he he basically found an interesting. Um, quick way to, um, you know, d- to um, basically, I don't know, produce these these uh, publications, these magazines in a very quick way in and out became the name of his business. And um, and my mom was his bookkeeper and she was his second in command. And they started uh, they started a family in Downey because Downey was like the closest, safest, you know, uh, suburb just 25 minutes south of downtown LA. A lot of business owners in downtown LA, Latin would settle in Downey. I know Downey well. I, I grew up on La Puente, city of industry, Get which out is of all town. good. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> Where's I'm, my oh I, I don't know where Bonita. Ah, mira, this is my my mother's Chihuahua Bonita. <laughs> <laughs> it's from La Puente? She is. No way. Oh my God. She was down roaming the streets of La Puente. No way. So she was rescued. We've never heard her bark. She's the coolest dog ever. Oh my God. She doesn't look like a chihuahua though. What is that? Chihuahua. I love. Yeah, she's a long haired chihuahua. She's super old. And my mother, who passed away this year, um, left me her dog. So from La Puente. From La Puente. Super attached to your dog oh now. Oh my God, that's really it's funny. Terrible. It's, a, it's a funny, it is a funny thing. My mother gets a phone call one day from her cousin who fosters dogs. And she was like, Sigma, I have a dog that looks just like you. My mom's like, oh, bring her over. That's so wonderful. So you grew up in Downey, right? Born and raised. Born oh, and raised. In fact, we cool. just sold the house where I was born and raised um, right after my mother passed away. She had a very aggressive uh, cancer and um, she was diagnosed in October and, and passed on like four months later. Oh, wow. She was 81 though. She had a very, a very uh, long. Where was very, the cancer? It was a, it was a liver cancer, liver carcinoma. And oh, she had, it, it's a, it's actually speaking of when she, she came from uh, through Tijuana when she was three Okay. And when polio came around, she, uh, her parents took her to a, a pediatrician and the pediatrician d- did blood work. And they said, wait a second, her liver enzymes are very high. Did she have hepatitis ever? Mm. And of course my grandparents were like, hepatitis, what do you mean? What is that? What, mm-hmm. you know? And he said, because she's so young, her body healed itself, but her liver got compromised. Oh my so God. her whole life, you know, it, it wasn't, such a huge surprise mm-hmm. that she would end up um, with that kind of disease, but it's uh, it, it's it was shocking how aggressive and how quick she ebbed. Yeah, that was wow. months. But, wow, um, that's so yeah, sad. It, was, it was tough. But yes, I digress. We were, um, I, you know, after selling the house where I was born and raised in Downey just this year it was really wild to say goodbye to mm. the five, six, two, right. To, 
to your childhood home, to the, you know, all of the streets that you remember, all of the places where you hung out, the parking lots where mm-hmm. you, where you made out with boys, where you, <laughs> you know, smoked your first joint uh, for the, in that one, you know, that one house in Lakewood, yeah. that whole area to me is my childhood. It's mm-hmm. my, it was my, you know, my youth. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's just, uh, you say goodbye to a lot. Yeah. When a parent Do you have siblings? Away. Yeah. I have an older sister. She's 11 years older. And my aunt, who is very much like my sibling, is my my mother's sister. Uh Um, My mother's, you know, technically um, took her in and almost adopted her from the time she was seven. Both of their parents passed, excuse me, passed away by the time my aunt um, was seven years old. So my mom uh, took her under her wing and she's been like a sister, too. So it's the three of us right now. We're sort of the last of that generation, I guess, in a way yeah. it's, it's, it, you know, it's, it's the end of an era. It's the end of a chapter, you know, when you lose a, a parent yeah. that, especially when they, when they died in the same house where you were born, there's wow. something, there's Definitely. something very wow. um, obviously unique about that. Well, I'm, I'm sure. And I'm sure your mom's been very proud of everything you've accomplished out throughout your life and in your career. Uh, probably your number one fan. Um, she, she was very entertained by the fact that I wanted to be an actor. When I was a kid, um, we were at Stonewood Mall and I was in line and she put me on Santa's lap. And usually Santa says, you know, very loud what the kid wants so the parents can hear and, and they can go and get that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, uh, I was on Santa's lap and he said, well, uh, what is it that you want? And I said, I, I want a stage, like a really big, nice stage. Oh, wow. And he said, oh, she wants a Barbie stage. And I, my mom said that I was like, no, Santa, I want a stage for me. I want a really nice big stage. I'm the Barbie. Or like the living room. And I could have, you know, and I could, and I could do my shows every Friday nights for my family. And, oh, wow. And so my mom and dad thought it was hilarious. And my father's very good friend was a carpenter. So he ended up going to American Home Shopping Center and getting all this they wood. built you a stage. And they built me this little oh stage. My God. As a joke, like thinking it was hysterical to like you Literally know, they know they were building your career. Exactly. At an early age. They exactly. Were you on your way. That's awesome. Well, my dad my dad was a big gambler. He loved his crap. So we would go out to Vegas, speaking of which, all the time. Uh-huh. So when we were out in Vegas and he would have a really good crap day, <laughs> that sounded weird. Yeah. But when he, would, <laughs> when he would win money on crap, he'd say, okay, let's go see a show. Let's go to a dinner show. Let's go to see, you know, Charo live or Gloria Stefan or Donnie and Marie or the Jackson five. I mean, whoever it was, we would have like front row, the, you know, the table was right there and we'd enjoy our prime rib and watch, you know, Captain and Tennille or, who, you know, Wayne That's Newton, awesome. whoever it was. So when I was a kid, I would be, you know, I was exposed to this at a very early age. And I thought, oh, my gosh, do these people go to the bathroom? Do they go to sleep or anything? Are they real up there? And my mom said, absolutely. These people actually practice mm-hmm. and they go up on a stage and they, they do it almost every night. And then they go home just like us. And yes, yes, they go to the bathroom because I, I was I was convinced in my head as a five year old that these people were put in boxes afterward. Yeah. Oh, wow. And then right before they were wound up and then sent back on That's stage. So but, you know, so, whatever it was, I wanted to be a part of this, this energy. But when did you move to New York? Yeah, I was say, how does a girl from Downey end up in New York? When there when I was 15, I had a I joined Lee Strasberg Institute when I was 10. I started going to acting school. And then I was Taft Hartley doing a pilot 
when I was 15, there was this uh, open call at the Debbie Reynolds studio Mm -hmm. for a girl who was, who played a 15 year old and would age to 20. And, um, you know, I was 15, but I always looked older than my age. And um, I auditioned and they hired me and they were, they thought I was in my Mm twenties. So they said, you know, would it be possible for you to get an apartment (laughs) in New York? And I said, let me ask my mom because (laughs) I'm 15. And they were like, what? This is what? This is crazy. I don't know if we're, uh, if this is even legal, Uh but my mom uh, said, you know what? It's, it's fine. It's, it's the end of summer and, and I could do all of the bookkeeping and everything in New York. And, and so we went out there and lived there for, for the run of the show. And I fell in love with New York and, you know, I, I guess I have a, a, a very New York thing about me. So I started getting hired on a lot of New York gigs. So I was always out there mm-hmm. and, um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's funny, the indie films that, that were getting made, um, a lot of them shot in New York back in the nineties. And so I was, I found myself out there all the time. Wow. So yeah, that's, that's basically and did you just homeschool at that point or you would just go to school back in Downey and no, then you'd go to New York I, occasionally. I, I went to L'Elysee Francais. It's this French school in Los Angeles and, um, Los Feliz, the one, Los, the one, the one around it? Los Feliz. Yeah. Los Feliz, claro. There's one in Los Feliz yes. and there's one in Culver city. Okay. Yeah. Well, they're cool enough because they're European. <laughs> they're cool <laughs> enough to, they were cool enough to FedEx me tests, whatever homework that I needed. And I would FedEx it back to them. Oh, wow. So this is obviously pre-internet, yeah. right? Pre-internet, so that pre-fax, was like old, pre-everything. <laughs> yeah, exactly. This is the old school. I always went to, uh, this is speaking of the VHS to, you know, the Blu-rays online school, but I'd be like FedExing back and forth my, you know, my exams and everything. And, and um, my mom had to prove that she was in the actual room when I was taking the exam. So they knew I wasn't cheating. And it, it was just, you know, made it, it work for your dream. I know. How, how did you, how did you fall? Like, I mean, you, like you said, you kind of fell into this a little bit, but you didn't fall into it because you had a passion to act. There's no question. You knew at an early age, you were a performer, but how did yeah. you sort of roll into the, the voice side of things? Because my understanding is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but like, I was joking with her before you came on. I was like, I always wanted to do voice work. I always wanted to have like, I'd try for commercials. I'd try for this and that. And I had a voice agent and I would never get anything. I never got a job. And I hear it's like a very tight knit mob, the voice world, like to break in and get in. Like once you're in, you can keep like rolling it, but it's, well, it's tough to get in. You know what? It, it really depends. Not necessarily. I started out doing uh, sort of, do you remember those, uh, there were these ABC after school specials. Yeah. My manager was representing an actress who did a lot of voiceover work and she, and I was in my twenties and I was, I wasn't working a lot. And she said a lot of, have you ever, um, Cons- what about meeting with Vox and Vox was this talent agency. And I sat down, I had an interview with them and they started sending me out on, on roles for little boys because I, I think what the agent had heard in my voice was she could play a boy. That's she could play funny. a boy and she's older and they can work her obviously any, any time during the day. And, and that was basically what happened. I started going out for little boy roles. And, and that what I had over everyone else was that I was, you know, a grown woman and I could drive myself and they weren't 
wouldn't have to pay for schooling or anything like that. So that's basically what happened. I sort of fell into doing nothing but little boys from the Are you amazing? Are you amazing with accents? You can do like all kinds of accents. Here and there, sure. Yeah. Really? Uh, you know, I, I mean, you, you do it out of fun when you're around all of your friends. And then when you actually get that audition or the side here, you're like, oh, my gosh, this is for real now. Yeah. Now I really have to take it serious. Wow. And have you played a lot of Latinas, Alana? I have. You have. Well, this is what always gives me hope because I, I don't exactly look classically. That's Latina. what I'm asking. That's what I'm saying. They probably yeah, they will tell you, oh, my I, God, you don't look Latina. You're fair skin. You have light eyes, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I think when, um, but you know, I, I obviously was raised by two Latins. I have a lot of, all of my, my cousins are Latin, everything. Mm -hmm. So I know that I know that cultura, I know the culture I'm aware of the, um, I don't know the essence. Mm -hmm. And so I think that really, obviously, Obviously, getting called in was very uh, difficult for my for my manager pre-internet to sell me as a Latina. But when I finally went in and I'd actually play the role, they were like, oh, yeah. Oh, sure. Sure. She is. You know, it's funny when people don't realize that Mexico is a giant country yes. and there's there was a huge German influence. Oh, yeah. The t- people and, understand with Latinos in general. It's, it's fascinating to me because you see it even in Puerto Ricans like you can. But yeah. one of our closest friends are blonde you know, very light skin. Some like yeah. Brenda's blue eyes, I think. Like, no, sure. you, you can look, eyes, her dad's yeah. very light. Um, yeah. Our son, he's half, but our son's blonde like I was as a kid and just a white boy. My my kid is, uh, but like people think I'm the nanny. People don't believe. Like I have one kid that the girl is me, like dark skin, dark eyes, dark hair with his face. Right. And then the little one, Dylan, is white, white as it goes, white hair, Hazel eyes, but my little face. It's the weirdest thing. And nobody believes it's my kid. I'm going, it's my kid. Well, and like with right. your, is your last name, is that is that your maiden last name or is that your married last name? You know, it's funny when uh, my, we always thought it was really strange that my father had a German last name. Yeah. And when he passed away, first of all, we called, we we pronounced it Uback uh-huh. when, uh, before he passed away. When he passed away, finally something called Facebook came around and I thought, I wonder where the other Ubacks are. And so I went on Facebook. They're all in Spain. They're okay. all in Spain. And I got on the phone with one of those Ubacks and we were talking and he said, by the way, you're pronouncing it wrong. It's Ubac. Ubac? And oh, I wow. said, oh, I am? He's like, yeah. Please don't say So it's say a Spanish last again. name or it's a German it a last Spanish name? It's a Spanish last name. Spanish last wow. name. I think that maybe um, d- during during the war, there may have been uh, Sephardic Jews in Spain that may have manipulated it to make it sound more German. Interesting. Oh, wow. so it was it was it was uh, originally sounded a little more. So, so but how are you to... how are you pronouncing it now? Ubak. When, once Ubak. I had that conversation really? with a, with okay. one from Spain, I thought, oh my god. I didn't pronounce it wrong. Now with our industry very, you know, much more open to diversity, you actually have to prove yourself as a Latina. That's You're like, look, I swear, I'm half Mexican, I'm I half Puerto really Rican. My German last name is really Spanish. I, I swear, I am you have Latina. To bring it down. You have to break it down. It's, you know, we are all mutts at the end of the day. My mother's from Mexico, and of course, her last name is Gonzalez, which yeah. is, she always said, you know, como los perros. You know, there are more, you know, you know, as many Gonzalez's. It's like Sanchez, they're everywhere. I'm Sanchez Rodriguez. Not only 
Charlie Sanchez, Sanchez Rodriguez, which is the most right. common thing. In, in, the, er, in the early business, you would have been fine. Like, I'm not Latin. I swear. I can play a white girl. What do you want me to play? And now you're like, I swear I'm Latin. Hire me. I'm a Latina. Look, I promise oh you. Oh it's my so God. funny. Well put. Well, well so, put. And then, so now you've gone on, like you're doing, like, right now you have a season two of Crossing Swords on uh, Hulu, right? That's yes. a voice. That's another voice gig. And you have that's Monster. Right. You just did... Uh, the sequel to Monsters, Monsters Inc. At, right, Monsters at Work is is basically a TV show based on Monsters. A, it's a TV Inc. show based on Monsters exactly. Inc. Yeah, you, you do a voice on, on that too. That's right on Disney Plus. Disney has been very good to me. Thank you, Disney. Good. On all this wood everywhere. It's so the they, best gig ever. I was trying to tell Rosalind. I was like, being a voice actor. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. It's great to be in front of the camera too. But being a voice actor, it's so cool. You you can you can dress how you want. You show up. You do your stuff. You you get paid. It's great. You could show up naked, and it's fine. And it's um, fine. I, yeah, that that's the that's the great thing about it. And you get to play all these characters that totally. you would never be able to play in front of the camera, right? You know, you know these funny little little characters that I love to show my my son. He's just starting to understand what I do for a living. But when I show him you know, this little crab with a tool belt on. And I say, this, this is me. And that's me. He's still trying to understand yeah. it. But when I do the voice, he's, you know, everything sort of blows his mind. Jarring <laughs> yeah. him, but yeah. Just starting to comprehend, you know, all of the, the different layers to making a cartoon or to making any kind of production. Right. Wow. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'm starting the, the, we we're just about to wrap the second season for euphoria yeah, yeah. and for flight yeah. attendant. You're doing so both at the same time. Yes. The great thing about being a, a, a reoccurring, uh, <laughs> a reoccurring <laughs> is that you can jump from this one, yes. this totally. production, that production to this production. But great productions, by the way, great yourself. shows. So that's yeah. really incredible. Do you have a preference? Do you see yourself um, always teetering the line between voice and on screen? Do you see yourself working behind this, you know, uh, off screen in general as a in the producing side or where do you see your career continuing to go? Cause you're doing, you're doing both. You can I mean, see in it. all, in all honesty, this is, uh, um, I'll, I'll be really honest. You know, the, the reason why I do have so many credits is because I've said yes to everything. And most mm -hmm. of the roles on those, you know, projects were very small. So I'd have a day there, two days there, three days there. And if you put it all together, yes, it does look like I have a ton of credits and you know, this, that, and the other, but I still have to audition. I still have to put myself on tape. I'm still having to prove myself. When are you going to have your own show? You need your own single cam. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Fingers crossed. I have a little something coming on. Oh, we'll good. See. I'm so glad. As I see it, I'm looking at you and I, and I see you speak and I see your energy and I feel your energy and I'm going, she is, she needs to have her own show. Yeah, what is comedy. going on? It's true. It turns out you can do comedy. Cause I'm like, I'm watching, I'm like, she's really good. No, comedy. like incredible. Just gestures, it's like a star. I'm going like, really why is not somebody just saying Alana has like the freaking Alana show. You know what I mean? Is like, <laughs> what the heck is going on? We'll see. Well, you know, if, if, if I do have it, then you guys have to come on as, as guest stars as perhaps my, my crazy neighbors next door. hundred <laughs> percent. And maybe like, <laughs> maybe in. you guys have, have like these, these really crazy swinger parties. <laughs> He's in the bowl. <laughs> That's the, those are the keys in the box of keys in the bowl you love that you'll be all right oh, yeah, i love that <laughs> yeah, yeah. she just all of a sudden said i'm a swinger i'm not saying That's that. so interesting you you love to play play that character yeah no problem i want to ask you guys a question how did you guys come up with this podcast idea oh my goodness it's yeah it's been it's been a road you know we um 
we are very opposite people in general, our marriage, yeah. our, our personalities, our culture. Although I'm, we, we laugh because I grew up in La Puente and I, I think I'm like, he thinks it's Mexican. I it's think funny. I'm Mexican. It's very funny. Like I, I grew up yeah. eating nothing Mexican food, going quinceañeras, like everything was just, that's all, all the girls <laughs> I dated were Latinas. Like that's just right. how my life always was growing up. So she met me and was like, you know, this this crazy white guy is hitting on me. Da, da, da. I find so him so odd. I was like, who are you? He can pass for Greek or Italian. Just saying. <laughs> We've always had this uh, banter with each other and this just difference in opinion about everything. And right. people that have been around us through all the years, like, wow, you guys really seem to make this work. Your marriage, like you've been together a long time, but you guys are so different. Like everything that comes out of your mouth is always something that you guys are just always like this. And, right. and not to mention, I'm I'm a, I'm a water sign. Like she's a she's an Aries. I'm a Cancer. Like it just all these things shouldn't match up. And uh, we got approached a while back to try to possibly put together a TV idea at the time, and we were in the process of development on it. And I got my TV show, and she got a TV show. And we've both been unavailable since to revisit that. And uh. iHeart had approached us and said, "Hey, you guys, kind of noticing the same thing. You guys have this really fun banter, and you guys address the world and see things from such a different perspective." Let's put that on its feet. And we had, you know, he said, Ella dijo. And we thought it was convenient. It's a podcast, you know, it's more casual, it's more comfortable. And then we're like, let's, let's call it, let's make it funny. And, you know, it's, it's interesting because it's been, it's, this is the second season now. And it's like evolving, it, right? It changes. It started very funny and people would get a kick out of like the banter and, and all that. But we thought it was easy it's a podcast it doesn't feel as intrusive because we don't have cameras we don't have people like, it's not reality tv you know what i mean it's like you know right. like you can still uh, uh keep your, your private life you can all you only share so much because i don't have somebody following me or giving me a script of what, what to say sure. and what to do uh, sure. and it has become lovely and we have a blast and it, it's like it's a like couple's therapy we we work through so many so much stuff through the podcast and people get a kick out of it we always keep again because we're actors and we produce, um, we want to make sure that you keep some kind of, uh, not mystery, what's the word? Um, yeah, privacy. It's not privacy. privacy. You know, privacy. No, a- absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, it, 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 it's incredibly important, especially nowadays where everything is recorded. Exactly. Everything is out there in the ethers for everyone to see or yes. remember or never let go of. And yes. For people to cancel. For people to I know. And that's I know. Been, that's it, it's, it's a wild, it's a like, wild time. Yeah. Listeners get a kick out of breaking down this wall of like they're in the entertainment business. What's it like for these people? And also meeting people like you, you know, other actors, actresses come on and, and we've, we've had, had great, directors, great we've had stars. all different types of people come on, yeah. uh, especially this season. Um, like yourself, and people get to hear what it's like, how they broke through, what you know, the the struggles, the ups down, all those things that are yeah. that are unique to our business that people don't really wrap their head around. Everybody thinks it happens so easily, and it's very and it interesting doesn't. to them because there's uh, like all the stories that we hear through the guest stars. You know, everybody has a different journey, and the listeners that are not part of the business, you know, that see us the way you see you saw those people on stage when you were five, like you think that right. they're untouchable, they're not normal right. people. Right. You know, they get to to hear. No, we go through all the same shit that you go through, even though it's a different career. You know what I mean? We sure, like sure. to this day, we've been working, I've been doing this for 25 years and I still go through the same thing you go through. You know, I'm very right. lucky. I, I have my own show, you know, and, but I have to fight for things 95% of the time. Wild. It's wild. wild. It's wild. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's really, re- yes. you constantly have to prove yourself over and over constantly. and over again. It doesn't constantly. matter what you've done. They act like they have never seen you before and go, no, but I've played a cop five times before. I can show you. No, we want to hear the lines. You know what I mean? Exactly. It's really interesting. So yeah, it's a, it's a journey, you know, it's a journey. So, but we're enjoying it, you know, and iHeart has been very good to us and 
And yeah. it's a laugh. It's a laugh. Sometimes we have really, really funny episodes. It's it's been lovely. It's been lovely. Oh, it's fantastic. It's yes. fantastic. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, but, knock on wood. Um, yeah, it's it's uh it's I'm so excited to to meet someone who's actually born and raised in Los Angeles because we are very we are we are a rare breed, home. especially Ooh. coming from our part. Like when you say ah, 30 minutes east, and you try to describe where you grew up, and like uh, yeah, no, people never like I, our you know the city of industry La Puente is famous for Back to the Future. You know we had the Puente Hills Mall, which is where the big right. Back to the Future one, the car took off, and that was like a huge deal right. where I grew up. Um, but people don't. I mean, the only person I know that was famous that came from my area when I was a kid was, was Fergie. She went to my rival high school and we we're ah. similar grades. Like she's a couple years older, but, um, she was at my, you know, at my rival, rival high school and on kids, kids incorporated at the time, of course. which was a yeah, huge deal. A and so we were always like, mm -hmm. Oh my God, who's this actor? Da, 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 da. And, uh, yeah, for, for me to be a guy out of La Puente and end up doing this for a living has been a, a trip to most <laughs> people I know. Well, it's like, it's like showgirls being born and raised in Nevada and Vegas. Yeah. It was just, it was their calling. I mean, yeah. they were it's around their all the time. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's not amazing. <laughs> well, thank you so much. So, Alana, yeah. you have the flight attendant. You have the show with Kate Bezinger. Euphoria. Guilty party. Yeah. Three things at the same and time. So, what's yeah. it called? On Hulu? It's called Crossing, Crossing Swords. Crossing Swords on Hulu. Yes. Four. It's, it's, wow. a crazy, it's a crazy uh, little, uh, it's all with these funny little peg characters and it's dirty and raunchy and you guys will love it. Mm -hmm. And, um, and Monsters Inc. And Harriet the Spy on PBS. That's nice. something that's uh, come out and that's, that's really cool. I'm the, I'm the, the bully of the school. It seems like this year has been all about the, uh, the bitches and the bullies. I love how versatile you are. <laughs> it's awesome. We got to work together. We got to find something. Oh, yeah. We're going to we're so gonna listen. We're trying to know that we like. Neighbors. Keys yeah, in the bowl. Neighbors. Keys in the bowl. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys never wear clothes. You're always naked. <laughs> we're always <laughs> naked. Oh, my God. You're out there just mowing your lawn. Hey, there he is again. Keys in the bowl. Why, why is he uh, wearing any clothes? That's great. <laughs> I love it. You're Thank awesome. you for hanging with us. I Thank appreciate you, it. Thank you. Uh, you're oh, amazing. Fun. Thank Hopefully you so much. Hopefully we can meet in person one day. Please. Yes, would love it. Please. Would love it. Blessings. Yeah. Un abrazo. Cuídate. Bye-bye. Bye. Encantada. Bye-bye. Bye. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there, I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories like a good neighbor state farm is there listen to new episodes of your favorite my cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts
Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos, Estamos en riesgo, riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar 20 en español.com. Well, that was a great interview with Alana. Great conversation. Yeah, really. I mean, again, to have a career that spans over 30 years, which, you know, you and I have both been in the business a long time, but 30 years working pretty much nonstop, I would think, for the most part, having that many credits. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have breaks, you're going to have those moments of ups and downs, but clearly she's been doing her thing. And, the, and the, I mean, super, I just love all the voice work. That, to me, is impressive. That's awesome. Doing Thank that, you being able so to balance much. both. Thank, Thank you, yeah. you so much, Alana for spending time with us. And then, okay, so we're done with Thanksgiving. Now we have to transition Christmas into Christmas and Santa Claus. Ugh. And Eric has been shopping, going to Amazon like there is no tomorrow. Well, I had to return something because we had that whole debate about, like she wanted an Apple Watch, which I just feel like she's too young like to get this right now. Get you know, her it's like another, watch. To me, it feels like another way of getting too quickly into technology. I don't know, we the, have a big the, debate about these that. These kids know so much about technology. That's fine, but Eric. like she, I mean, she has a phone, but she doesn't have a phone for making phone calls. She has it's a phone al- to It's use almost at home. like we have a responsibility to make sure that they are up to date and they are. Uh, I say keep them as innocent as you can. I'm not talking for about as not long keep them innocent. as possible. No, but making them more in the know technologically, I think, takes away from the innocence that we had as a kid. It's like makes them more device uh, reliant. You know, I never forget one of the, her first grade teacher telling me, just keep everything away from him as long as you can, which is unrealistic to like completely shelter him from technology. But yes. and you know, and I think major... we do a really good job with Sebi because Sebi is very technological, but Sebi is also a, a sporty kid that spends a lot of time outdoors. So it's not like we have that child that is inside a bedroom all day long after when they come back from school and all they do is computers and games and video games and this. Yeah. Not that I, I don't want to say well, that there's anything wrong with that. No, so I don't want anybody do... thinking weird. What I'm saying is, I think as parents, we're, we're actually creating an incredible balance with this little girl about making sure that she's technology savvy as, and at the same time, making her enjoy life and nature we're, we're definitely and, trying. and sports. What and I can tell you about Christmas that I'm not looking forward to is the, uh, the elves on the shelf because oh, we have to do I that gotta again. do this again <laughs> for all these. You just did that. First of all, what do you mean you we? You just did it. No, I don't do, do it. I don't you do don't it. do anything. I clean it up afterwards. No, but you get, it's because you get annoyed. They're it's supposed like, to stay there all day. Oh my God. I clean. The they second they go to school, it. I'm going to need to I have to come up with all these concepts again. I know you do. He's very committed to it. Huh? You're very committed to it. Oh, it's so draining. But this year, she, I think for the first time, is really, really solidly convinced that Santa is not real. She's giving us me. a hard time. She's yeah. basically said every time, why do you want my list so I you think can go buy me everything? Out. She figured it so out. So I think, yeah, but now the whole thing is I got to keep her honest for Dylan because yeah. she keeps blabbing it out. I said, well, look, believe whatever you want to believe, but if you ruin Christmas for Dylan, then you aren't getting anything from Santa or from me. 
whoever you think's mm-hmm. giving it. And Dylan so, is so excited about the tree. Oh my God. I came back from Vegas, guys, and the tree was up. It's not, um, it wasn't decorated, but it was up because the guy came to put it up. We have to, we had we to have a fake it. tree. It breaks fake my tree. heart. It's but an it's amazing beautiful. fake tree, but it breaks my heart because I love real trees. But it's, it's beautiful. So this kid. But the guy was only available now, which is like really early. To it's put the tree early. Up. So, but anyways, before we decorated the tree, he, he's been so excited. So excited. Like he, he's living for I this I was thing. working when, when the tree got put up and my mom said he went to bed just saying, all I want to do is hug the tree. I want to hug the tree. He loves the My Christmas God, tree. So, so we got to keep him, you know, going as long as we can with this whole Santa thing. But yeah. Sebi can't. Ru- I don't think she'll run it. She'll be a good, a good big sister. But we have our work cut out for us. So I might just make her do all the elf on the shelf stuff. Put her to work. Have her come up with new ideas but every she's, time. She's, she, but she might think she that's still doubt. real. Yeah, she thinks that's, that's the real. crazy thing. Santa's fake, but the, el- the freaking fake elf on the floor is real. Yeah, no, she believes in that. She but believes- how do you believe? And she believes in the three kings. She hasn't questioned. She hasn't questioned the, the three kings yet. So let's keep that going. Anyways, it's going to be interesting. This was beautiful. Thank you. I love you. Love you too. Subscribe to He Said Ella Vijo on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita prevnar 20 españolcom There are a lot of things that matter to me. Family, community, culture, and peace of mind. Hi, it's Wilmer Valderrama, and when balancing life, I have to say nothing brings more comfort than having support. And when it comes to ensuring those things that matter to you the most, State Farm offers the support with an agent available in person or on the phone to discuss your coverage options. Support when you need it, however you choose. That's State Farm's way. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.